welcome to another episode of The God Confidence. So if you tuned in to my last episode, I was sort of talking about um, humbling yourself and also making sure that you have discernment in the people around you in terms of like jealousy exists. You're going to have people coming around you telling you, hey, no, you know what, why you got to be proud of yourself? So yes, that's what it was. Being proud of yourself and humbling yourself and having discernment in the people that are around you. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, the people that are around you that, you know, kind of want to lead you back towards your old habits, lead you back towards your old ways of living. And that's going to be for another episode. But today's episode, I want to focus on something that is truly the key of removing yourself from that bad version of yourself. How can you make yourself proud? So I said having pride in the strength that you took to actually make that change well, today I want to talk about the things that you can do, small necessary steps that you can actually do. And look, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not easy, but it can be done. And like Just like when you remember when you first took algebra or if you've ever had like a physics class or pre-calc or something like that, anybody tell you it was easy, but you did it, right? Remember that when you had your first equation and you were like, there's no way in the world I can solve it? Well, you solved it. It may have taken you a couple of months. It may have taken you a couple of hours. It may you may have been able to solve it right then and there, but you know you just have to apply those small life experience and something that was hard for you, and take that same concept and how can you apply things in your life to help you better yourself. So, um, one thing I'm just gonna give my story about something that was really hard for me to let go of. And how I went about uh, making that change, and how what what were some of the things that actually helped me push forward to continue to keep that you know that healthy habit. Now a lot of people say you know it takes three days to get a habit. Some people say it takes thirty days. I don't, honestly don't know how long it takes. I just know that there are some trials and error when it comes to trying to develop a habit. So I'm not going to be one of those people that preach, oh, it takes three days or versus it takes 30 days. It might take a week. All I like to say is, if you think about it this way, things take time. It takes time to grow. Kind of like the same concept when you plant a flower versus planting a tree. The flower might bloom and after a couple of weeks or so, the tree may take years, especially if you're trying to grow a tree to bear fruit. Or if you're just trying to grow a flower just to have a beautiful flower, even a garden, like things take time. Some things might grow right away. Some things might grow years down the road when you're old and gray. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just gonna be real with you. So, I that's why I can't give a set time, if you will, because we're not on our own time. We're on God's time, and that's one of the biggest issues to why we struggle so much on trying to build ourselves up because. We're so used to having quick and easy. You know what I mean? We have quick and easy with fast food, quick and easy with social media. You know, when you want to know something right away, you can just go straight to Google. The, the click of your finger, you find that stuff right away. You know, quick and easy like this, like that. I'm snapping my fingers. But I want to teach you to remove that part of your mind, remove that quick and easy mindset, remove the idea of, oh, I'm going to have things happen on my time, because like I said, it's not on your time, it's on God's time. It's ultimately his master plan for what he wants for your life. And that's one thing we absolutely hate because we love being in control. 
yet we want to not only control ourselves, but we want to control everybody else. That's not how it works. And ultimately, you're giving yourself a guide, a God-like mentality. Now, don't twist the title God confidence for God-like. Because having God confidence doesn't mean that you have a confidence of a God, but rather you're having the confidence that God has given you. You're, li- you're living in a godly or righteous way and you have confidence in yourself you have confidence in the word of god not necessarily oh i'm the great mighty hercules or something like that so really have you know you really don't distort the title of the podcast because i'm not i'm not trying to teach people how to be little mini thors or mini hercules or whatever no that's not the purpose of this podcast this podcast is to have some type of structure discipline or something that can hold you and um keep you strong and rigid and what you need in your life to build yourself up and this in and ultimately speaking when you're struggling when you lost you do have a lack a, a lack of confidence even if you think you may be confident sweetheart i'm gonna burst your bubbles that's not confidence that's cockiness that's cockiness but that is driven through fear because if you're insecure if you feel lost if you feel hopeless you don't and you think you got confidence on top of that no, that's cockiness because you don't you don't want people to see through you, see through your weakness, so quote unquote. You don't want people to see your insecurity, so you pretend. So when I'm saying God confidence, I'm talking about true physical comp- men- mental and spiritual confidence in yourself. You're confident to live your life in the words of God. You're confident to go in his paths. You're confident to be a better person. You're confident that you will not be easily tricked into your old ways. Now I'm not saying that people won't slip up because we do live in a world that have a lot of little nuances that can, you know, Satan's always attacking from every angle. So don't beat yourself up if you say, oh, I'm not going to drink again and you find yourself taking a sip of wine. Don't beat yourself up. Okay? Because at the end of the day, when you have the confidence, I'm going to get myself through it. I'm not going to hit rock bottom like I did last time. That's something totally different. So before I get off topic here, because I felt like I was getting a little, you know, getting a little more, um, I like to say amped up or passionate. I'm very, I'm a very passionate person. I feel like once you continue to listen to this podcast, you're going to learn I'm a very passionate person. And I'm passionate about what I'm doing and what I'm saying because I lived through it myself. So this isn't just a, oh, I want to do this because I feel like my life is perfect and I want anybody else to have a perfect life. No, this is, as I'm telling you this stuff, I'm physically going through it my own self. Okay, so this isn't like one of those self-help, I'm trying to get rich off this, I'm trying to be gain popularity, none of that. I'm I'm talking the walk, I'm walking the talk, okay, <laughs> being real with you. But um, yeah, the small necessary things that you can do to break those old habits is letting them go. Going cold turkey... You know, I don't, there's different ways people can say that. Some people say call it fasting, some people call it, well, in a way, not really like the biblical fasting, but like, I'm going to stop for a couple of days and see what happens. If I go back to it, I go back to it. If I don't, I don't. Or if I'm not, you know, into it like I used to be, kind of mindset. But let me, I'm sorry, let me rephrase my words and not, because I said fasting. The only reason I said that is because I recently heard that at church. But what I mean is just flat out eliminating something that you feel that is holding you back from reaching your true potential. 
Rather that be using drugs, you know, that, that includes drinking alcohol and smoking weed. For those who don't think those are drugs, even drinking coffee, caffeine. And look, for those who think drinking Starbucks every day and probably two Starbucks a day is not a drug, sweetie, that is a drug. Okay, anything that releases the dopamine receptors that make you feel like, oh, if you, you wig it out or you have withdrawal, that's a drug. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is true. And I know, how do I, do I know this? I am also a caffeine addict. Sometimes I feel like if I don't have a cup of coffee, I'm a zombie. Point blank period. That's essentially what happens when you have withdrawal for something that you're used to having in your body that actually does something to your body. Caffeine energizes you. Uh, I could name probably three other drugs that energizes a person. And you'd be like, oh, well, I don't do that kind of drug. That's just the same as somebody say, oh, I don't smoke. What what is, <laughs> what Whitney used to say? Crack is whack. I only do cocaine. Come on now. It's the same. It's, <laughs> it's coming from the same source. <laughs> it's coming from the cocaine plant. Same source, same idea. You just do it differently, whether you're snorting it or whether you're smoking it. So don't don't get distorted on that whole, oh, well, that's not a drug. Or, oh, I don't do it like this, blah, 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 blah. Don't. That's, that's Satan tricking you into believing like if someone tell you something about yourself or tell you something about something and you want to you want to twist it just because it hurts your feeling you already know it's wrong if you got to if you got to justify it you already know it's wrong <laughs> but um getting back to it um any drugs people have um addiction to pornography and masturbation people have addiction to um social media social media is a really really big and a lot of people say oh I'm not addicted Trust me, if you grab your phone the first thing in the morning, not to turn off your alarm, but to check out your Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, darling, that is an addiction. If the first thing you don't do when you wake up in the morning is go to the bathroom or brush your teeth or get a cup of coffee, see, you see what I'm saying? We're addicted to that mindset of getting coffee or even just getting a glass of water or waking up if, you got, if you're married or if you got kids, saying hi to them or whatever, or if you got other, other family members you're living with. If the first thing you grab is your phone, darling, you're addicted to that. So this is about breaking addiction, breaking habits. Because essentially that's what an addiction is. It's getting into a habit of something so much so that it consumes your life and it becomes difficult to break. So we always think, we always think of an addict, we're thinking about someone who's using drugs and not the, not that quote unquote like soft like weed or, or alcohol or you know, honestly whoever says alcohol is not a hard drug to a liar because alcohol really destroys so many lives. So many lives. Just as much as anything else like opioids or cocaine or anything like that. Well yeah, even co- like Yeah, that's that's another conversation for another day. But what I'm getting off track. But what I'm saying is, those habits, we, we, we associate the word addict with something negative. But we never consider the things that we're using in our everyday life, the, the, the habit, the habit that we're creating of eating unhealthy, being addicted to junk food, being addicted to fast food, being addicted to watching porn. And you're like, oh, I don't watch porn. I just... If I gotta have, if I gotta teach you <laughs> that your little fantasy romance books that have very graphic details of how the two characters are having sex, 
And I'm not talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. That's just the most popular version of that. If I got to tell you that soft porn is just as bad as hardcore, oh my God, what have my eyes seen? You might need to reconsider how you view things in life because you're going to go about in life and try to justify every little thing that's around you. And you're going to wonder why you can't get out of certain habits. So you're going to wonder why you have not seen any success in, you know, having a better lifestyle. For example, food. Oh, no, this isn't junk food. This is... I'm going to give you a good example. I say I don't eat fast food. And then I also finish that exact sentence with, unless it's Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out. Now, does that sound logical? Because I'm like, oh, well, no, because they're different. They're different. They make their food this way. They actually cook their food here. I actually see, they, they blah, blah. It's still fast food. <laughs> I'm justifying what my people, so that way when people don't catch me in my line, they're like, I thought you said you don't eat fast food and you got that Chick-fil-A bag sitting in the back seat. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't, I, I only eat this and that. I don't eat fast food. Now you see how illogical that is. And I've done that more than once. More than once. Or someone that says, oh, I don't. I don't know why I'm going back to this. I guess because it's kind of funny to me. Because when you think about it, it's kind of illogical. But the same. Oh, oh, I don't do you know, crack is whack. Cocaine. Yeah, if you remember that interview with Whitney Houston, you remember how we kind of laughed. And we were just like kicking away or whatever. The same concept. And I'm not trying to knock nobody down. Especially since she's no longer with us. But. We have, we do the exact same thing. Or we say, oh, I don't drink, oh, I don't drink the hard alcohol. I only drink wine and beer. And it's like, alcohol is alcohol. <laughs> like, oh, I don't drink, I don't drink, deca- I only drink decaffeinated coffee. I don't drink, ca- you know, I don't have the extra caffeine. Or if somebody says, oh, I don't drink coffee, but I drink green tea and black tea. Sweetheart, that is caffeinated tea. <laughs> You're still consuming caffeine. <laughs> so... Yeah, this is about breaking habits, and I will tell you what I did, my own story. And I gave you examples of all different types of bad habits. My biggest thing, the first thing I would do when I wake up in the morning, grab my phone, look at my Twitter feed. Then I go on Instagram, and then I go, well, I have Facebook, and sometimes I don't get on it. I normally do Facebook at night because I like to watch the videos on Facebook rather than looking at people's individual posts. I know that's a different story. Then I'll go on TikTok. And I got to get up, get ready for school, get ready for work, wherever you got to be. And I look at the time and I'm like, my alarm clock went up at 6. And it's already 6.50 or it's already 7.10. And I got to hightail down the highway to get to where I got to be. And I'm pissed off. I, you know, I, oh, I didn't have time to put on the outfit I wanted to wear because I had to iron. Or I didn't have time to make breakfast and stuff like that. And you get so angry that you can't be productive in the stuff you want to do because you're so busy trying to feed into your old habit. And that's that's ultimately what my issue was. I would literally, even even on my off days, I would get up. I won't even get up, physically get out of bed. I would just grab my phone off the charger and just constantly just swiping, 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 clicking on videos, clicking on posts, liking posts, commenting, getting in the conversations with pe- random people on the Internet, and that consumes so much of my time. My alarm clock go off at 6. 
I'm still laying in, I'm still laying in the bed at one something. And I always have people telling me to my face, all you do is lay up in your bed. You don't do nothing. You waste your day away and then you get mad because you're mad at how your life is. You're mad because you're, you're, you ain't productive or whatnot. That, that was my story. That was my, that was my truth. And something happened. <laughs> I was in school and it consumed a lot of my time. And I realized, you know, I can't do the social media like I used to no more. I can't stay up in the wee hours and one and two o'clock in the morning on social media and get less than, what, five hours of sleep and then wake up and get right back on social media again. You know, I was constantly on it. I was on it in, in the middle of the day. Like, if I have nothing to do, I would pick up my phone, go straight to my social media accounts. And that's all I did. And I I would literally be like, oh, I'll deal with that later. Go straight to TikTok. Then four hours on TikTok. I've tried different ways. I've tried doing the screen, um, like where you kind of like lock down where my social media after a couple of hours, it would just lock down automatically. And I would have to like put in a password or whatever. And I made a password hard enough where I forget. Well, that didn't help me because then I would just reset a whole new password and get right back on it. Or I'd be like, oh, give me an extra 15 minutes. Oh, give me an extra 30 minutes. The next thing I know, I'm still doing my old way. Well, I had to eventually cut it all off. It was the hardest thing to do. I uninstalled everything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I uninstalled it. But guess what I also did? I did the illogical thing. I said, oh, but I'm going to keep YouTube and Pinterest because, you know, that's not as bad. What do you think happened? <laughs> what do you think happened? I'd be like, oh, damn, I ain't got Twitter. Well, I'm just going to go on Pinterest. And Pinterest is not no longer about, you know, making your pen boards for your future weddings or stuff like that. No, Pinterest didn't turn into a mini TikTok. So that didn't help me at all. <laughs> and um, I was right back at it because I had the illogic, oh, I'm just using, no, this isn't the same. Kind of like, oh, I don't eat fast food, but I eat Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out or, um, um, I even justify Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, I don't eat, I don't eat McDonald's, that's trash, but I eat Taco Bell. Come on now. Think of this less 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 rationalize what we um yeah. And then eventually it turned into oh well, I'm just gonna only install Twitter. I was mm, ooh, I was so addicted to Twitter. I would only install Twitter on the weekends. Not the weekdays, but just on the weekend. And what do you think happened? Come Mondays, I still got that installed on my phone. And then Tuesday, oh I I I'll, I'll uninstall it by Wednesday. Next thing you know, it's Friday. I still got it on my phone, and I'm still on it. And I'm like, okay, I'll uninstall it at the end of the weekend. It's the next Monday, and it's still on my phone, and I'm still using it. Okay, let me do it. Let me do it again. Let me tell you how many times I've uninstalled and reinstalled Twitter in a short two-month span. Five times. I've uninstalled and reinstalled Twitter because it was too difficult for me. It was too hard for me. To break that happen. And one day I just said, you know what? I'm going to prove to myself that I can do it. Regardless of how hard it is, I'm going to do it. And so I just, I bit the bullet. I uninstalled Twitter. Not only I uninstalled it, but I de- deactivated the account that I had. Which was also a bit, a bit of appeal. That's the only reason why it was so easy for me to go back. Because I didn't have to restart anything. It was just, bloop, 
go right back to it. Just type in my username and password, and boom, I'm right back on. Easy, easy, one, two, three. But um, when I did that, I continued over and over and over and over and over five times. Uninstalling, reinstalling, uninstalling, reinstalling. I said, you know what? I, I can't do this no more. This isn't helping me. This isn't serving any purpose for me because, like, I, I always wake right up, grab my phone. That's the first thing I do. If you're one of those individuals that wake up, even if it's not social media, if you're checking your emails or whatever, if the first thing you grab is your phone, you just might be dependent on your phone, meaning you're not living an independent life. If you ever had a moment like when you, you're getting ready and you're going somewhere and you forget something and you don't feel whole, like if you ever heard like for ladies, they'll be like, oh, I forgot my earrings or I forgot my bracelet or something like that, I feel naked. I'm pretty sure men have the same, ooh, I forgot my such and such, and I feel naked, or I feel like I'm not on my whole self. Now, imagine if one day you forgot your cell phone. How would you feel? How would you feel being in a world where everybody and their mama and their kids got cell phones, and you're the only person out there without one? What would you do? How would you react? Would you take that time and be like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to pick up this book and try to read this book. I ain't touched the book since I was in the fifth grade, so let me go ahead and do that. <laughs> or, oh, you know what? I'm going to freak out and lose my mind and act like it's the end of the world. Because, yes, I've done both. There have been times where I said, you know what? I don't have my phone. I'm just going to I'm gonna take in the world. I'm going to take in the essence of everything and ask me, oh, wow. I didn't know that building was there. Oh, wow, I didn't, oh, this is a really interesting book. I'm going to read this. Or freaking completely and totally out, having my whole day ruined and wind up leaving early just to get my phone, only just to be like, oh, there's no point for you to come back because you are already home. And then I'm sitting on the couch going through social media. So that is something to kind of take away. But anyway, back to me breaking my habits with social media. I finally truthfully uninstalled, and um, I'm still in the kind of justifying. I'm still on, I'm still on YouTube. I only watch YouTube to watch ministry videos and watch other videos like Crystal Bass or something that just kind. I don't watch like music videos and stuff like that. That's that's not what I'm. I don't watch those makeup tutorials or like influencers, anything like that. But um, also. I still have my pinches on there, but I haven't been on pinches, so that's a different story. But, um, yeah, I'm, like, I know what that sounds like. Oh, I'm justifying my behavior. But I'm using kind of revenue. Like, if you have a business, if you're an entrepreneur and you have to use social media to kind of push your business, well, that's a different story. Me, personally, I feel like I might have to reinstall um, Instagram for some sort. I'm not touching Twitter, but Twitter is poison for me, but... um. Instagram just to kind of boost my list and my following for this podcast because it's, it's going to be like a you know you use it for revenue for business or revenue for anything like in that sort so that's a different story but if you're addicted to it and if it's not bringing any anything that helps you or fulfills you for example like I said YouTube I'm watching ministry I'm watching church I'm watching you know other Christ-like centered people that's actually helping me, that's actually benefiting me, so then why would I not have that in my life? Well, when it comes to Pinterest, then, yes, I ain't going to lie to you, everybody, every woman got a Pinterest board of their secret wedding, but I'm not on that building weddings. I'm, I'm building a few future businesses, like 
business Jesus, business ideas and whatnot. So that's that's why I'm on only on that for that reason. Again, it's not me justifying, but it is in a way I'm justifying, but for reasons, good reasons. And you gotta really, truly, truly have discernment. If you say, "Oh, I'm on, I'm gonna do this for a business," and you haven't promoted or you haven't done anything for that reason, you're lying to yourself. That's the only reason why I'm not on Instagram yet because I'm truthfully debating in my mind. I'm saying, am I truly going to get on Instagram only just to boost following to listeners and listeners of this podcast, or am I just going to be on here to be right back to where I was in the beginning? So I hadn't even touched, but the thought occurred in my mind, but I'm just wondering what are some other ways that I can go about doing it without having to fully rely on going right back on the social media site. And that's what I that's what I was talking about about having that that okay, let's let's really rationalize and look back on what we're gonna do when when it comes to breaking habits. Now when it comes to breaking habits like smoking cigarettes, smoking weed, drinking alcohol, watching porn, stuff like that, let's be real. None of that stuff benefits you. If anyone say, Oh, this benefits my career, says who? <laughs> I mean, let's be real. When have we ever heard that having to watch porn was going to benefit the future of your business or if you are uh, the, the future of your any anything no no not a single soul on this planet oh it's going to help my relationship with my marriage because it's going to it's going to kindle some fire in the bed no no I'm sorry if anyone believed that line that's not that is not true porn actually destroys more marriages than it actually helps matter of fact porn doesn't even help marriage it doesn't help anyone it really just perverts the idea of sex, it provokes everything, the notion behind it. And if you ever listen to people online on social media who tells you, oh, it helps, it's sexual education, there's nothing educational about porn whatsoever. In fact, that's why we have so many people who are out here so lustful and who are out here trying to act out what we see on the internet. And we wonder why, hmm, why the thing go this way instead of going that way, because we've been so consumed with all these different um, things that are not good for our spirit, not good for our soul or our bodies, and we wonder why things don't work. For example, this is taking an notion for a young girl. A young girl may watch porn, and yes, porn is not something that's just for boys. A young girl watches porn, and then she thinks this is what she got to do to keep a man. Because in her mind, they're saying on the like the little Real Housewives or the Love and hip hop and all these and the Kardashians and whatnot, and they telling you, "Oh, this is what you got to use your body for sex." And then she's like, "Well, how can I have good sex to keep a man?" So she gonna go to porn, and she's like, "Oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this and this and that and that." And then she jump and she develop a habit of watching it constantly, and it's consuming her. And she's giving her a lustful mind, which forces her to go out and fornicate and rack up her body count and possibly STDs. And possibly pregnancy that she don't want, which has a vicious cycle of, which is a very touchy subject for some, abortion. Rather you for or against it. And you have a continuous perpetual cycle. And then she think, why can't I get a good man? Well, sweetie, you think doing this from what you saw on the internet was educational for you. That's why they lie and trick you into believing. And when I say they, I mean people who are trying to lead into the spirit of Satan and saying, this is good for you. 
which is why sin is so good and pleasurable. Because at the moment, it is. It is. You know, when you when you have an orgasm, it feels good, right? I'm not saying that sex is bad. This <laughs> is just talking about certain types. Let's let's keep it clean, keep it real. All right. So I'm not saying that oh, oh when you hide, don't feel good at the moment, right? It does. Or when you a little tipsy, it feel good at the moment. But you also never can take in consideration that. Mm, I'm gonna have that hangover afterwards, or mm, I'm gonna have this little, this that, that extra. I don't know if anyone experienced that when you hide and when you're done being high, you get this feeling like, oh, I gotta keep getting high, otherwise I'm not my whole self. Or even with sex, sometimes, especially if you know you ain't had no business doing it, you feel dirty. <laughs> and I'm not talking about like physically dirty, like oh, I gotta take a shower, but like spiritually dirty, like. What have I gotten myself into kind of thing? Or you got you kind of have a word in the back of your mind. And be like, he wore a condom, right? But, or be like, hold on. Did, 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 did we? Did she? Did she? And you kind of like running them thoughts in the back of your mind. And you feeling regretful. And then you're wondering, geez, am I going to get an STD? Am I going to get pregnant? And you running around and you and it's the same thing for guys. They probably want to know you did it. Did she get pregnant? Is she? I'm like, am, am I? Is this supposed to feel like this when I pick? <sighs> that's that's what I mean when I'm like feeling dirty. I'm talking about that the that spirit that's hovering over you that's making you be like, oh my god, what have I done? And that's all based off of the habit that you develop. Social media, being addicted to social media, developed the habit of laziness. I was being real with you when I said I physically was late in my bed. From morning all the way up to late afternoon. There have been times when my mother come home from work and she's like, please tell me you have not been in bed all day. And the first thing I say is, no, I got up to use the bathroom. And then I'll be crying hours later talking about my life ain't productive. I ain't doing this. I ain't successful here. I ain't successful that. Why well, I ain't got this and that and the other and all that and the other. And then I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I did spend all day <laughs> sitting on the couch or laying in my bed, posted up in my room, hold up in my room on social media. I mean, like, you got to have logic and, and discernment in what you're doing in life. So you can't truly be mad at nobody else, blame nobody else but yourself. And when I'm saying blame, I mean physically admitting I have a problem. Now, you don't have to have the old school intervention when somebody comes, sit you down in a room with all your loved ones. I mean, like, you physically have to sit yourself down and say, okay, I have a problem, I have a bad habit, and I got to break that habit. And regardless of what that habit is, and we, we're humans, and we'll try to justify, talk things out, try to make things fit for us because at the moment it feels good or at, because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to look bad or we don't want to look weak. But you have to be honest about what we want. Now, for me, I already said, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't got rid of everything except for two sites, well, apps, if you will, Pinterest and YouTube. I barely touch Pinterest, like ever, like ever, ever. And then YouTube, and I'm only using YouTube to build my faith because I'm watching church. <laughs> I'm watching in the, in the time of COVID and everything, especially. I'm watching stuff like that. I'm watching ministry. I'm watching things about 
building my life for Christ and whatnot. And you know what? I'm going to be real with you. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, I do grab my phone. But you know what the first app is I open? My Bible app. Kid, kid you not. Kid you not. Kid you not. Before I even look at my Gmail. Because half my Gmail ain't nothing but spam anyway. Or not spam, but like... Like, ad, not ads. What is it called? Like, when you when you sign, sign your email up at a store. And they're like, oh, you get 50% off, blah, 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 blah. Them kind of email. <laughs> and like, I don't care about your buy one, get one free or anything like that. I kid you not. I, that's the first thing I open up. The Bible app. And I'm, you know what that is? That's me developing a habit. But it's a good habit. It benefits me. So this episode is about breaking bad habits. There's going to be a part two because I know this is getting pretty long. Part two is about developing good habits. That's what you have to do. That's why it's so difficult for people because when they tell you break your habits, they don't tell you the second part, which is develop good habits. Developing bad habits, eating fast food all the time, developing a good habit, trying to cook something every day, even if it's one meal a day. You ain't got to do the whole breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just one meal a day. That becomes a habit in your life. Prepping a meal, that becomes a habit in your life. When it comes to drinking and, and um, doing drugs. Developing a habit. So for me, I ain't gonna lie to you. Yes, I did start. I, I didn't drink like crazy drinking, but drinking, I developed a habit. So I had to let go. Okay, I'm not gonna do this no more. So me, it was coffee mostly than alcohol. I was like, I'm not gonna spend... $20 a week on some Starbucks coffee, so I'm going to try to make coffee at home. And then coffee at home turned into making tea. And making tea turned into just plain drinking water. Developed a habit. Was it hard? Was it difficult? Hell yeah, it was hard and difficult. Imagine trying to wake up in the morning and you're tired and you're going about your day and you ain't had a lick of coffee. Another habit. Breaking porn. Which is the hardest of the hardest, especially when you're single. And I know what you think, oh, well, single people don't, married people watch porn too? Yes, they do. But if you're longing for something or someone or even sex, hmm, I mean, it don't take a genius to put two and two together. That's what lust is. It's the longing of flesh, the longing of physically having sex. Not so much intimacy, because that's a different story, but sex. So when you're watching porn, a matter of fact, better yet, masturbation. But, of course, masturbation leads to watching porn because you gotta, you know, your imagination can only go so far. Then you want to have to physically see something in order to keep you going. So, if you're doing that, what do you think going to happen? You break that habit, you do something else productive. You do another habit that helps you break porn, masturbation. For example, going to the gym. I know that sounds crazy, but if you think about it this way, you ever heard about athletes that are told not to have sex, not to masturbate, not to, like, physically, like, no, legit, look it up, look it up. They tell them not to do that, and then what do they do? They go and they perform, they, they exercise, they push their body, and then they have their big game. There's a science behind why these NFL players or basketball players or even track and field, especially track and field, do not have sex before your big game. There's a reason for that. So when someone say just replace 
sex masturbation for going to the gym. There's a reason why they tell you that. Developing good habits. That's what the next episode is going to be. Thank you for listening. I apologize for this going a little bit over time. I typically want to keep it up to 20 minutes. But this is a message that I need to get across because it's important. So it's about breaking bad habits. And I gave you good examples of those bad habits. I said this was going to be a two-part. This might be a three-part because this, like it's almost hitting 40 minutes. And it, it was necessary. It was very necessary. But thank you once again. I'm close this off for the prayer. Heavenly Father, bring blessing to everyone that listens, regardless of where you stand on the religious spectrum, whether you're a Christian or you're a um, Muslim or Jewish or agnostic, atheist, wherever you stand, I'm still going to add blessings onto your life, healing on you if you're struggling, blessings and blessing, blessing, blessing. I'm going to keep it real. And then also, once again, I close this off every time. Fog, remember, fully rely on God. Thank you for listening.